Hey everyone, it's your host Julia back with another mini-sode of the Ethical Consumer Podcast. And today I'm going to be sharing some of my predictions for what we can expect to see as far as sustainability goes in 2021. And this is not just in the food and beverage industry. I think biodegradable packaging and compostable packaging are going to continue to catch on packaging with less plastic and at least less virgin plastic is going to start to become the norm. But as I've discussed in previous episodes with some of our guests, it's going to take a long time for large companies to catch on and scale up their more sustainable packaging, especially if they're a nationwide or even an international company. We can expect the little guys to do that. And that's why we love and support our little guys because they are innovating right away. They are starting companies with sustainability in mind, and we so appreciate them for leading that movement. I do think larger companies are going to catch on and we're going to hopefully see more sustainable packaging from some of these giants that have been in the industry forever. Today though, I'm going to be talking a lot more about things that I've seen in the cosmetic industry and in the fashion industry. The package-free and plastic-free movements are of course going to continue to climb. Companies are going to continue to jump on that bandwagon, being able to offer new products or different iterations of products that have better or less packaging. I do not see that going away anytime soon, especially when it comes to skincare and hair care. Things can easily be made from a liquid into a bar, but cosmetics are starting to catch on as well refillable palettes, being able to buy tins or squares of cream makeup instead of buying an entire palette that has a mirror and screws and glue and is made of plastic and is made of cardboard and it's just an impossible thing to recycle. I saw a post yesterday from the company Axiology that had a side-by-side -side of one of their balmy lip products and one of their packaged lip products. And the balmy comes in a recyclable paper tube. It kind of looks like a paper straw. And then you have the balmy crayon. It looks exactly like a crayon. It is a makeup crayon. It is a beautiful, wonderful little makeup crayon. And then next to it, they have their packaged lip product. And in the text, it said, these products have the same volume. This is how much packaging goes into this product. This is how much product you are getting. And this company was not trying to call out anyone else. In fact, they were calling out themselves. We expect this beautiful twist-up packaging and a shiny or perfect little package. But those packages really don't affect the performance of the product. Maybe you have something that cannot dry out. But shampoo bars and lotion bars have also transformed a lot in the past few years as people have said, well, it's not as moisturizing. It's not as this. I really want this ingredient in it. Companies are evolving along with their packaging. And it really has been shown that a lot of this packaging is just for show. It's for sparkle. It's not really that functional. And the function of it can be replaced as companies work with research and development and making new ways of doing things. It's a really exciting thing to watch being a fan of the cosmetic industry in general. This is another situation where smaller companies are leading the way is perhaps they aren't required to put out as much volume of product. They are not shipping to Target. They're not shipping to Walmart. They're not shipping to Amazon. They are direct e-commerce to consumer from their single website or maybe a smaller 
retailer or wholesaler, they can make those changes first, but I expect to see bigger companies jumping on this trend. And I don't say trend in a bad way. This is something that needs to happen across every industry, looking at where waste is happening, looking at where it's not necessary, and making the changes they can in order to not contribute to this excessive waste. It does take time. We are being patient, but I get really excited every time I see a new company incorporating a new product or a new type of technology for their existing products. One of my favorite companies, Talon Nail Polish, is to my knowledge, the first, if not one of the first companies to have a bottle send back program. Once you're done with your polish or once maybe you accidentally lifted open, maybe someone knocked it over and there's not enough in there to get out anymore, you can send back your partially used bottle or your empty bottle and they will clean out and reuse this bottle in the future. And I was thinking when this first happened, well, what are they doing with the extra nail polish? How do they clean it out? What happens? Maybe someone just wasn't digging the color. It's taking up space in their cabinet. And they said, eh, I'll send it back. At least the bottle has a future ahead of itself, even if this color doesn't on my skin tone. I just saw yesterday that Talent has released a new collaboration with artists to use up the rest of the nail polish from these sent back bottles, creating different pieces of art. Currently, it looks like there are dishes that you could put your rings in, maybe you could put your soap in, but I'm excited to know that previously a bottle that might have gotten thrown in the trash or ideally thrown in the recycling is having a longer shelf life, having a longer future ahead of it, and the contents of it, which may still be good for other things other than putting on your nails, is also being reused instead of using a fresh jar or bottle of paint. We're also already seeing this in the apparel industry as companies like Patagonia have a take-back or buy-back program for some of their gently used gear in order for other people to buy their fixed-up worn gear at a more affordable price. This keeps pieces in life cycle for longer, less things going into landfills, and sometimes there's just a backpack that you don't wear anymore. Maybe you've upscaled your game and you needed a bigger bag. You don't use the medium-sized one. It's still a perfectly good bag. You can send that back. Someone else can get that bag and it stays in function for longer. They also have this with apparel, not just with their gear. REI also has a used outlet portion of their website. I'm not actually sure if they have that in physical stores. I suppose that would be harder to track, but I do know that they have that option online. And as I am also a yoga teacher, there are several yoga companies that have jumped on this effort as well. Girlfriend Collective Apparel will take back old leggings, old tops, and as they're made of recycled bottles already, those textiles can be broken down and formed into new apparel. This closed loop cycle is going to be something that we are seeing a lot of. This is my biggest predicted trend of 2021 and beyond is large companies taking responsibility for what happens to their products after the consumers are done with them taking products back, making sure they are recycled, reused, or repurposed properly, and even creating this full closed-loop cycle of them reusing their own products, getting the used textiles sent back, processing them, and using these reformed fabrics instead of raw fabric. Or if it's no longer reusable, if it really truly is at the end of its life cycle, they will be able to properly dispose of it so it has the least amount of impact on the environment. 
four days is an example of a company that was created for this closed loop cycle. They're a fairly newer company. Four days is pretty revolutionary in the sense that they are coming out with their own apparel products. They're coming out with some really good basics, t-shirts, sweatshirts, joggers, all of the things that really everybody wears. They're not coming out with statement pieces, but I kind of see statement pieces falling by the wayside as the fashion industry leans more towards sustainable products anyways. When you look on their website, you can see the initial purchase price of that garment. And then you can also see the buyback price or the credit that you're going to get if you send back that item to four days. In addition to sending back their own products, you can also send back any clothing item to them in their take back bag, get a credit for products on their site, and they will then use the clothes they receive in those take back bags to create new products. Yoga companies are starting to have send back programs for old yoga mats. Things that are really difficult to recycle are finding a home. They're finding a home with the company that created them. Ideally, that company can reuse them and make new versions of their existing products, recycled and repurposed versions of their existing products, or they are going to know all of the components of their products and they are going to be able to recycle it properly. I've named a couple of my personal favorite companies, companies that I am already using. I would be curious to see if you know of other companies that have take back programs, closed loop clothing companies, cosmetic companies, polish companies. This is something I think is going to be so big in the next few years and I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see how much waste is going to be diverted from landfills and kept in process. It's estimated that only about 1% of clothing as recycled worldwide. That is a tiny, tiny percentage. So I'm really excited to see companies catching on, taking responsibility for their existing products and using recycled textiles from other companies or other products to create their new goods. This is, of course, a slightly imperfect system, not unlike recycling in the sense that there are carbon emissions that are being put out whenever you need to refurbish or remanufacture a product. But with technology advancements and those fields as well, I think we can all start to see a brighter, cleaner, greener future once all of these methods, all of these technologies start to catch up to one another. If you have any newer, exciting companies that you've become aware of in the past few months you'd like to share with me, please leave it in the comments. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram, on Facebook, or email. And I would love to hear about some of these companies that I might not have run across yet. I have two eyes, I have two ears, and there are a lot more eyes and ears out there that can find more products than I can by myself. So let me know if you know of any super amazing brands, anything that you think I might want to try or I might want to review on these mini-sodes. And uh, we'll keep them coming. Thanks for coming on this journey with me, guys. If you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a follow on Instagram, a like on Facebook. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, consider leaving us a review. It helps us put us in the ears and the eyes of more folks. And I will see you next time.